Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk. So whether you are tuning in on snl24.com forward slash Sokoloduma, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Google Play, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, I usually say I'm here with Kurt Buckerfield, but we are joined with someone a lot better looking. Kamohelo, Motetswane. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Kurt is living the dream on a, a yacht in Turkey, but thanks for your time. <laughs> always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> it's good to know that I'm better looking than Kurt. Much better looking. Much better looking. Um, uh, Kamo, it'll be rude of us not to touch on Banyana Banyana and how proud they've made uh, South Africa. Obviously, first time ever uh, making the knockout stages. You know, I was quite hopeful, Kamo, that things were going to progress a little bit further. Um, but not to be, but still, heroes in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, they made the nation and Africa proud, as a matter of fact. I know we lost uh, the first game and subsequently the last game we got knocked out in, but I think in all of our performances, we were the better side. And, and, and as you know, in football, like the, the scoreline is not entirely a reflection of the of the game, but mm. yeah, the, the the players that stood out for me, Tembi Kakana, mm. uh, Linda Mokalo, like, all of these players made us tremendously proud. They played out of their skin and I'm sure, no doubt, that Safa will have taken notice and hopefully we can take our women's football to the next level. Absolutely, Kama. Well put. And I think um, how that happens is obviously through extensive more sponsorships. Um, but I think, Kama, at the Banyana going forward, very, very impressive. Just some question marks defensively, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's that would be the... the the place where you could you could criticize the the ladies. Um, mm. There were some goalkeeping errors, some questionable defending, as you mentioned. Um, but going forward, I, I think yeah, we, we we really proved the problem. Um, uh, the Netherlands, Sweden, uh, Italy, Argentina, all these all these club, all these nations were struggling to to deal with our attacks, and mm. we we proved effective whenever we did break on the counter. But even though we were missing our captain uh, Rafael uh, we, we we made the most of the tournament, and I and I think the whole world has taken notice as to how good the African champions are you know um yeah we brought our tennis to the world stage most definitely yeah thanks thanks for that and uh thank you DJ Ellis for all you've done um let's move on let's sort of uh stay with a, a South American Neymar um ahead of the 2023-24 season Messi has now gone Mbappe has been put up for sale and reports now suggest that PSG are willing to sell Neymar this summer um Sky Sports report PSG are willing to listen offers around 50 million pounds um, between 50 million and 80 million pounds. He's been a bit of a, I wouldn't say disappointment, Kamal, but, you know, it's it's it was a bizarre move for him, obviously financially backed, um, but I'd like to see him somewhere different in shine, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's been criticised over the last few years. He's cost an awful lot of money. Yes, he's been scoring goals. He's been plagued with injuries as well. Uh, what's your points on this? What's your view on this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, all things considered, I think we can we can deem Neymar's a stint at PSG quite underwhelming. Uh, yes, you you're right. He scored a lot of goals for for PSG, especially in the amount of games that he's played. Uh, he's been really prolific. But if you look at the totality of of his career in Paris, like it's really underwhelming. Not re- not having not really progressed that far into the Champions League on many occasions. I think he's only made it to semi-finals twice in his career. I um, mean, the last six years. So, yeah, quite underwhelming. But as far as PSG is concerned, I think they're doing the right thing as far as, you know, breaking everything down. And and, and because it looks like they've cultivated this the superstar mm-hmm. um, 
energy in, in, as far as the, the dressing room is concerned. There's just a lot of egos. And I think it's time they break everything down and just start from scratch and, and, and look at, at maybe creating more of a team environment as opposed to just focusing on the superstars. Uh, yeah, like you said, like you mentioned earlier on, Messi's gone now. Mbappe's go- Mbappe looks like he's going to leave. Uh, so Neymar would would be like the, the culmination of all of these departures. And then and, and, and he's a big... A big um, amalgamation of what PSG represent currently. So I think it's it's for the best that they get rid of him. It's it's quite disappointing that it didn't work out. Uh, I would have loved to see him shine outside of Messi's shadow, but it wasn't to be. Clearly, um, we'll see we'll see where it goes, and hopefully he'll be successful there. Rather, yeah, come on, and just to touch on what you said there, let's see where he goes. I think strong links to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea seems like the team uh, that that. Are being mooted at the moment, but uh, from other reports that I've read is that uh, Pochettino isn't really keen on having him at the moment. Oh. Uh, Al Hilal um, in 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 Saudi Arabia are the team that are really seem to be really pushing, uh, and that could afford him, and that could compensate PSG um, quite handsomely as well, considering they paid 222 million euros for him. Um, so they'll be looking to make a profit no matter uh, where where he does go. Uh, but yeah, a Premier League move does seem like. That seem, would be something I'd like to see Neymar do. Uh, I don't know if to Chelsea particularly, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd definitely like to see him somewhere new. Um, preferably in Europe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Saudi Saudi's cool too. Uh, I, I guess if, if he can get his bag as well, then that's 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 awesome for Neymar. If you don't, if you guys don't mind me butting in there, how do you think Neymar would fare in the Premier League? Do you think he would he would stand out? Do you think he would continue to be the big name player of, of Neymar Jr.? I think um, you know it's a good question, Aiden. Um, I was just about to conclude there, saying I hope to do, I hope to see him in the Premier League. I think he's a he's a brand in itself. Um, you know, he'll make any team he goes to a hell of a lot of money, um, and I, I do think it'll take him a good few months to sort of get used to the Premier League because it's a lot more physical. Um, there's a lot better players in my in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think he would fare well, Aiden. It, it'll, it will take a couple of months for sure for him to fit in, but once he's found his groove. Um, and if he's, if he's surrounded by the right players, um, he could be sensational, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Sean. Um, I think yeah, he, he's he's still one of the best players in the world, in my oh. opinion. You know, I think he's, he's he's tremendously underrated. But my only concern is that he he has a record of being uh, very injury prone, especially since he's joined PSG. So yeah. especially with the, the 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 physicality that you mentioned, Sean, about um uh, of the Premier League, like it's it's questionable as to whether he he can sustain a full season uh, in the Premier League. Uh, but yeah, no doubt that he he would shine and then score a lot of goals and and then be a joy to watch, most definitely. Absolutely. Um, let's move on, I guess, from, I wouldn't say one underwhelming player to another, but uh, West Ham have agreed a deal in principle with Premier League rivals Man United for England defender Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire! Um, Sky Sports and BBC said the deal was worth around £30 million and personal terms were not expected to be an issue. Um, you know, just going back a couple of years where he was signed as the most expensive defender um, the world's most expensive defender from Leicester for £18 million in 2019. Uh, again, come on, very underwhelming few years uh, for Harry Maguire at one of the biggest teams in the world. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I don't know who you support. I'm a City fan. I'm not too sure if you're a United fan, but it, it, it'll be interesting to, to hear United fans' uh, opinion on this. Um, he didn't have the best preseason either. We saw him and Anana having a big fight on the field with another mistake from from Maguire, but uh, it's it, the time has come for him to move on. He's one of the biggest earners at the club, 
Um, you know, he had a few great seasons at Leicester, but 80 million pounds for him at that time was was ludicrous in my opinion. Um, and it just hasn't worked out for him. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it hasn't. And and I'm pretty sure a lot of United fans will tell you they're so happy to see the back of Harry Maguire. I think even if West Ham had offered five million, I think they would have taken it and snapped your hand off for that. But sure. yeah, Maguire, <laughs> Harry mm. Maguire's time at Old Trafford has been tremendously underwhelming. Um, but I don't think, in his defense, I don't think it entirely has to do with him. I think he came into a team that was very much in flux and... You know, he he didn't have the the right players to complement the, the the way that he was playing. Because when you when I think back to his time at Leicester, you know, Leicester played, re, they didn't play really a high line or as, as high a line as Oli Gunnar would have liked to play or as Eric Ten Hag likes to play. So, yeah, now when he's being caught in behind, it makes him look bad. Like he just he's just been making a whole lot of errors, and I think that you know it's 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 time has come for 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 him to leave Old Trafford. Um, he hasn't been great at all. Mm. He had a lot of mistakes, as you said. Uh. He's 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 just been yeah he's just been a, a, a um, an embodiment of what has been wrong with 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 so Alec with excuse me with Man mm. Manchester United with Manchester yeah. United at the moment um, but yes Eric Tenog's taken the massive decision to first strip him of the of the captaincy mm. um, which was a mistake in my opinion to give him in the first place sure. and then they, they took it away and now he's got it, it seems like he's going and and yeah to 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 go to West Ham where I think he'll actually be quite decent. Um, David Moyes, he seems like, I don't know, for some reason, he just seems like a player that would fit in David Moyes' system, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, super defense, super conservative, you know, not really giving much away. I think that's where he'll thrive. I think we'll see we'll see a better Harry Maguire at West Ham. But yeah, uh, United fans, definitely happy to see the back of him. And I've seen I've seen them linked to a couple of other centre-backs to replace him. And I think they... They, they will do a whole lot better than he did, um, or at least they'll be hoping so. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think I think United have done well to get 30 million, in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, um, right, well, let, let's stick with the Premier League, Carmel. Um, let's just chat about the Premier League in general. Um, your predictions, I mean, I, I can really stop. Let's just maybe start with the, the top four favourites, I guess. Um, I've got to go with City again to win a fourth successive Premier League and hopefully a treble. Um, I'm going to go Arsenal. I think they've done some amazing. We'll go into the signings next. Um, they've done some good signings in the offseason. Arteta's really come forward and, and you can see his progress within the club and how the club has backed him over the years and starting to bear fruit. Um, so I'm going to go Liverpool. Sorry, I'm going to go Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool and United um, as my top four. And I think relegation favourites has to be Luton. They haven't done much in the offseason. Sheffield United, and Bournemouth. I don't know if you agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I would put uh, Liverpool in my top four, though. Uh, yeah, I agree. City will definitely. I, I agree. City will definitely still be a force. Uh, no, I don't think people will, will regress in, in any shape or form. Uh, Arsenal is definitely in there. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, just by the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> about that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think. I think actually, Arsenal stand a good chance. And, Maybe there's a bit of bias, but I honestly do think that they are primed to to challenge City and go all the way. I think uh, the, the the FA Community Shield was a was a good um, oh. was a good encounter, and, and and they showed they can compete with City, uh, especially with the new signings, and they still need to to gel. But yeah, Arsenal, I think are the be- are primed to 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 challenge City. I think those will be the top two. Um, Newcastle is somebody that I think. We should not forget about uh, they. They, I think they've made some good signings too, and they they'll be in the top top four still. Uh, I think the top four will, will be the same as last season. As a matter of fact, Manchester okay. United will finish it off. 
Um, and then yeah, relegation. I think yeah, Luton. Luton is 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 is, is a top. Is a, is is prime to be relegated. I think. Um, <laughs> and and Wolves. Wolves recently recently got rid of their manager Julian Lopetegui, who I'm a big fan of. And yeah, yeah they they haven't done much business uh, either. So I think they're going to be in the mix. Uh, and I'd add Bournemouth in there as well. I think. I think the other teams are, will be safe, uh, but you never know the Premier League, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't been this excited for a while. It seems like it's been a hell of a long off season, um, but yeah, I think I think City have just got too much again for 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 this league or for the other teams. I guess I love what Arteta's done in the off season. Let's chat about their big signing, Declan Rice, 105, I think it's 105 million pounds or euros. Um, Seems expensive, but he is absolutely world class, isn't he? Yes, he's he's an exceptional talent. Uh, I became a fan of Declan Rice during the Euros, twenty twenty mm. Euros, and he was immense for England as they made it to the finals. And I think ever since he's also taken, not just he's ele- not just elevated in in his football ability, but in his leadership quality as well. Because you hear about these, you West Ham were in a relegation scrap at the beginning of 2023 and apparently it was him that galvanized the team and, and held everybody accountable um, um, to ensure that West Ham were not in that position come the end of the season and and and, yeah. and so it became and, and, and they finished the season with the European trophy as well and I think that's something that Arteta also valued the fact that he wasn't just good on the field but he was a character and a big personality offered as well and something that I think will will will, will will prove pivotal on the pitch as well, will translate well on the pitch. And mm. given the early signs, watching some of the preseasons game from, from Arsenal, um, it seems like he he's going to adapt well and it seems like him and Thomas Partey are going to strike up a very good partnership. And I think, yeah, he's, he's going to be an exceptional signing. Obviously, 105 million, the, the most expensive British player of all time. That's, that's quite a fee and, and quite a figure to live up to. I don't know if, because of the position he plays, it may not, he may not like, it may not translate immediately or it may yes. not yeah you can't see it like immediately you need to pay attention you know he's that type of he's that type of player um yeah but i think he's going to be amazing uh for 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 arsenal and i think he's going to be yeah uh, he's going to unlock everything else that that arteta wants to do as far as transitioning with the ball and and and, and take, taking his team forward as well as defending yeah he's going to be amazing i think yeah I, I couldn't agree and just to think he's still only 24 years old um and also don't forget that man city were also in the race uh, to get him, so, so Arteta beats Guardiola to that, which which sort of tells you he's probably not earning as much money as he would be at Man City, but um, he is already a supreme leader. Uh, he brings so much to the table aside from his footballing ability, I believe, and without doubt, he's the future Arsenal captain in the next couple of seasons, in my opinion. Um, James Madison to, to Spurs from Leicester. I think this is a great signing by Tottenham. Um, I think Tottenham have been desperate for a pure midfield creator for several seasons since... Uh, I think it's Christian Eriksen that left, um, and uh, and Madison has the quality and character to to be Spurs' uh, attacking hub. Good signing. Mm-hmm, very good signing. Very good signing. Yeah, he's been in Leicester. Se- he's been in Leicester team also. That's has done pretty well in recent seasons, and he's been the focal point of that success, except with the exception of last season, of course. Yeah, his 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 creativity is something that Spurs definitely have been desperate for, and I think that yeah, he's going to flourish. You know, uh, he's going to it's. Kerry Kane has been has been the main facilitator, and for as good as a playmaker that he is, you know you want your striker to be in the box and you want him to do his thing. So I think, yeah, he'll he'll be able to 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 um, accentuate that mm. that. 
that ability of Harry Kane and 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 yeah, be able to make him more prolific and Son more prolific and Kulusevski more prolific. Yeah, he's he's a brilliant pre- playmaker, set piece taker. Yeah, he's just a creative talent that I think will will do really well in 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 a Tottenham side. Um, by yeah, and I think yeah, po- um, the new coach uh, Angel Postanoglu, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's how you say his name. Um, yeah, he's he's a very attacking coach uh, from what I understand, and yeah, I think he's the perfect player to to have. Uh, James Madison for 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 the Australian coach. Yeah, absolutely, and and pretty much a steal, Heck. I mean, it was I think it was like thirty eight or forty million pounds. That's about it. Uh, it's only it's only twenty six. That's good business. Yeah, that is that is brilliant business. Um, yeah. We were uh, Arsenal were linked to him um, a couple of years ago, but I think they went for Odegaard, which which has proven. Uh, uh, fruitful for them uh, but uh, Madison is still a quality player uh, yeah 40, 46 million euros for him that's that's quite a steal I I think a lot of a lot of teams um, I think the fact that Leicester got relegated helped a lot otherwise I think sure. Leicester would have hiked that price up uh, tremendously mm. <laughs> but yeah 46 million for him that's that's brilliant business and I think yeah Tottenham if they keep a hold of Harry Kane have a good chance of, of, of getting back into those Champions League places uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes for them yeah, absolutely and, and ex-goalkeeper I'm, this is my most exciting uh, transfer this window Andre Onana from Inter to United um, obviously it was a bit of a shock at David De Gea left this summer um, but United acted quickly to get the new goalkeeper Onana in my opinion is one of the most complete keepers in terms of his footwork um, and he fits into Eric Ten Hag's style of play doesn't he? Yeah yeah definitely uh, they work together at Ajax of course mm. where they were tremendously successful made it all the way to the Champions League semi-finals a couple of years ago and yeah it seems that he's kept that same adoration for Anana uh, ever since he left Ajax and then went to Inter uh, Milan he's 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 he's, t- he's taken the gloves from Samir Handanovic and only only elevated the position um not only with his shot stopping ability but like you said with his with his ability on the ball um it's like playing with 11 players on the pitch with Onana you know uh, he'll find your midfield your holding midfielder your winger with with quite pre- with with some precision you know uh maybe maybe he took a few notes from from Kune as far as distributing his concern or maybe you Sean maybe you <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's a solid player i think he's one of the best Afri- not just goalkeepers but just African players in general, uh, he has a good chance, in my opinion, of, of, of winning the, the the CAF Men's Player of the Year. Um, and yeah, I think he'll he'll show that he is a quality. I think United fans should be patient with him, though. We saw in preseason that he got caught out uh, with 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 a long range goal because he just because of how far ahead and how comfortable he is playing in the pitch. Uh, so he might tend to make some mistakes, but I think in the long run it'll prove. Uh, a good, good, good acquisition for United. David De Gea, he is a good shot topper, but you know, these days in football, you need to be able to play out the back, start the attacks from the back, and he is exceptional at that. And I think United United should be very happy with the acquisition of the 27-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just touch on one or two more. Alexis McAllister, Brighton to Liverpool. Um, the Argentinian uh, World Cup winning star will bring a whole new dimension, I guess, to Liverpool's midfield. Um, fantastic player and great signing for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, 100%. He was fantastic, not only for, for Argentina, but for Brighton last season. Mm. Yeah, he scored, he scored, he got into the double digits as far as goals are concerned. And I, Liverpool haven't been getting a lot of goals from their midfield uh, in the club era. So I think he'll add a much needed dimension for them in in that regard. Uh, yeah, he's so creative. Um, mm. he's, 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 he's exceptional what he does. Uh, we saw what he, he saw, we saw what he he helped Messi to do and Argentina to do uh, in Qatar, and I think that will translate well for Liverpool because 
they were in desperate need of, of a lot of midfield or, or rejuvenation in, in that midfield position. You know, a lot of their midfielders left. Alex Oxlade, Chamberlain, Nebicata, James Milner, Jordan Henderson, Fabinho, all of these guys are gone now. And mm. Klopp is ushering a new a new breed of midfielders. And I think who better than than this budding Argentine uh, 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 midfielder? I thought he was like. British for the when I first like saw yeah. him. And then it's like, it's like it's like oh no he's actually Argentine I was like okay cool now but he plays like an Argentine man. it makes sense uh, he's, he's he's very flamboyant on the ball uh, very creative um as an eye for goal as I said um but yeah great 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 signing for Liverpool um but I, I still do think they need maybe two two more midfielders uh, just oh. to just to complement just to complement him and Suboslai um yeah I think I think he's a good signing yeah 100% agreed again only 24 years old um, this transfer makes so much sense for both of the player and Liverpool. Uh, with Liverpool badly needing, like you said, new energy and ideas in the midfield, and McAllister certainly brings that. Um, let's just touch on another Arsenal signing, I guess, uh, Kai Havertz. Um, Arsenal paid Chelsea eighty million dollars for Havertz, um, but when you break it down, it probably makes a bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I've been impressed with Kai Havertz. You know, I think like with Maguire, I think Havertz came into a team that was very much in constant flux. You know, like oh. there was there was never. Tuchel and 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 and, and the, the managers that came after Tuchel were always chopping and changing, so there was never any continuity as far as the players that Havertz was playing with. Uh, and in my opinion, he's not a striker, even though he can play up front. He's 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 he's, he's competent. Uh, I don't think that's his best position, but I think. Uh, the versatility that Havertz possesses, I think, is what appealed to to, to Mikel Arteta, and and for me, he's going to be a great signing. Um, if you utilize him in a, in an attacking midfield role, I think he's going to be great, and and will 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 do the things that you need him to do as far as you know, creating and and occupying the half spaces that 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 are needed uh, in order to flourish in attack. But yeah. Um, He's been getting a lot of stick early on uh, in preseason, <laughs> which is ridiculous because he hasn't played much uh, for for Arsenal. And I think coming into a team that's that's so that has a structure, a sense of structure, and a sense of like they know what they're doing and how to play. And 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 you know, a, a manager that's very deep rooted in, in his ideology is how to play. He's going to flourish. I think he's going to be great for Arsenal. Um, yeah, he's he 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 can play across the front three in attacking midfield. Uh, he's gonna. I think when Javi, Gabriel Jesus comes back, he's going to find it hard to displace uh, displace Kai Havertz. Um, given his performances against Man City on uh, at, at, during the FA FA Community Shield, um, yeah, he's 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 going to be great. I I'm, I'm excited to see Havertz and and to see him prove everybody wrong as well. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And um, we will be keeping our eyes and ears to the ground in terms of what happens this weekend. I think it kicks off tomorrow, uh, Burnley against Man City, um, or Man City against Burnley, I think. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cannot wait, Kama, cannot wait at all. Um, sure, can I, do you mind if I ask you, what do you think of, 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 of Gavadio and, and, and him coming to, to Man City? Because you guys have quite a quite an array of defensive talents already. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think the fee was, what, £90 million? Pounds? Um, possibly a little bit more. Um, I think he's only still 21, come on. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, he's been an absolute beast for um, Croatia. Um, I think he came from, was it Leipzig as well? Um, RB Leipzig. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Like you say, we, we've got a flux of world-class central defenders. Um, but I do think he's going to cement himself as a number one, without a doubt. Um, and, and again, it'll be interesting to see the players around him and who, who Pep brings in. But what a signing. 19 mil is a lot of money for a 21-year-old, but uh, Pep knows what he's doing. 
definitely. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think I, I agree. I agree. You know, I, I saw him. I saw him at the Euros first, and then yeah. recently at the World Cup. And I've yeah, the World Cup especially. He was just you know, on another level. And like you said, considering the fact that he's only 21, it's like <laughs> extremely scary to think how good he can become. I'm a big Saliba fan, but I think if there is one young defender that can rival him as far as being like the next best central defender in the world, I think it's definitely Oscar Gavardio. Like, yeah, he he. Apart from the Argentina semi final, he was immense for Croatia and yeah he was a big part as to for their success definitely at the World Cup so I think Pep definitely has a plan with him and, and it's going to be crazy to see how he he adapts and and, and just comes to, to the Premier League just to do his thing you know yeah he's uh, yeah 21 man it just blows my mind it's absolutely frightening and Sean I, I hope you realise what type of mentality he's bringing I don't know if you've seen that video going around on social media when and... it was a Croatian game um, uh, and the Croatians scored and ran to the corner of like to celebrate and somebody threw a beer can at the team and this man just runs and f- headers it away. <laughs> like, <That's okay. laughs> like he is... I feel like he has like the same psycho mentality that Vidic used to have. Yeah. Like he will, he will like dive headfirst at your feet to get the ball away and I think he's just going to be a ripper for Manchester City. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really worried about him as a... As a United fan, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Something in the blood with these like sort of Eastern Bloc Europeans. Eh? Yeah, it's like missing a soul or two in the brain, I think, is, is, more, <laughs> is more where you need to go there. No, I mean, uh, Aiden, I guess it's probably a good segue into uh, seeking the socials, eh? Yeah, let's, let's do that. So as you know, um, this is probably one of my favorite parts of the, the podcast where our producer, Aiden Hewitt, uh, seeks the socials in terms of he goes through the social media and myself and my guests unpack it. But we don't know what the subject is, Aiden. Mm, 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 no, you don't. Welcome back to Seeking the Socials. And Kamuhelo, welcome to your first rodeo with, uh, with Seeking the Socials. For all the listeners out there who don't know what we're doing here, it is a segment where I personally scour social media. I look for very interesting, topical and controversial opinions or topics, all relating to to the international game we all love. Some weeks I inform the lads of a topic and other times I get the gents to to pick a topic by by choosing a social media. Um, And in light of the Premier League returning on on Friday this week, I thought this tweet was was fitting. Uh, So gentlemen, Wayne Rooney... Sergio Aguero, Thierry Henry, and Didier Drogba. Rate and rank these players from one to four wow. based off of their prime. Sure. Come on, you can start with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 I'll start. Um, I think I think for me, Thierry Henry is the, the best striker that, yeah, that's been in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. Wayne Rooney is a close second, though, so I'll put him second. Um, and peak, right? I just think about the times that Didier Drogba just was f***ing us over, like, oh. week in, week out. So, yeah, I'll put him third. <laughs> I'll put him third. Uh, and then Aguero, Aguero would definitely be fourth. I think if, yeah, like you said, I think if it's the, the if we're looking at the totality of the of their careers, I think Aguero maybe had a better, better career than Drogba, but Drogba at his peak was just unplayable. So I'll put him third and then Aguero fourth. Sure, Aiden, that is a, yeah, that is, that's a hell of a question. I have to agree, though, on, on Thierry Henry. I just think his, his time at Arsenal was just, it revolutionized the Premier League, I think. I think that whole squad did, right? You know, Bergkamp, uh, Perez, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Um, 
I have to go with that, unfortunately. Oh, unfortunately. I think, uh, see, I, I've had the privilege of playing against Wayne Rooney and I understand how good that guy was. Um, he was next level. He was still young. He was, when did you play against Rooney? He was, he was still at Everton at that time. So I was at Sheffield Wednesday. We played against Everton Reserves. He was coming back from injury. He was just... You're revealing your age here, Sean. I know, I know. He, he, was, he was just something out of the ordinary. Um, uh, even at the young 15, 16, whatever he was back then. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to have to go Aguero as third just because of that f- final 30 seconds against... Uh, was a QPR, I think. Yeah, when we won the league a few years ago. That was just... That moment will never, ever leave my... Uh, subconscious on my mind ever but Drogba again just one of the greatest strikers that's ever graced the Premier League and, and this earth so it, it's a tough one uh, I'm probably not doing Drogba any justice here but because I'm a Man City fan I'm going to stick with Aguero as, as third great great question Aiden who's your top four I mean I have to go with skinhead Rooney you know when when he shaved his head he was he was unplayable mm. I I personally never really paid attention to Aguero so I don't believe I can give him Sure. The flowers he deserves. Um, so I'd go Drogba second, Henri, and then Aguero. I, I know it's a big call. I know it's controversial. So I'll go do my research and get back to you next week, Sean. How does that sound? That sounds beautiful. And um, that sounds beautiful. Does Luis Suarez at Liverpool have any space in there, guys? No. No. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Good chat. That's a hard no from my side. I think. I think he might actually be in the conversation if I think about his 2013-14 season. I think he missed like the first five games, but then he scored like 30-something goals anyway. Mm. Like, like it was insane. His peak. Like, if we're talking like peaks, I think he had one of the best peaks in in Premier League history, in my opinion. He still eats people. Come on, <laughs> you know we, we can't forget that he still eats people for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So for, the, for that reason, he's not in my top four. So in, in right. terms of your know. your favorite Premier League cannibal, Sean, where does he rank? <laughs> Just under you, Adam. Just under Just me. Under Thanks, you. Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shared it. All right, well, gentlemen, that was seeking the socials. Kamachelo, I hope you enjoyed that, uh, and we look forward to having you again. And thank you for your time, guys. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It was awesome talking to you guys, talking Premier League, talking international football. It was wicked. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks, Aiden. And that is how we wrap up this episode of the International News Day. So whether you have been listening on snl24.com forward slash Sokoloduma, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, thank you for tuning in. I, of course, been your host, Sean Roberts, and my new, very good friend, Kamokhelo. Thank you, so. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Definitely. Thanks, bro. Peace out.